Easy, how are we? Eric? Rachel? Hello? Okay, so um, obviously the podcast did not drop on Monday. Uh, long story short, but because I'm by myself, I'll probably tell it long anyway. Uh, we were hoping to have the podcast obviously on Monday morning for it to drop. But it, everything just got really hectic over the weekend, to be totally honest with you. One of our original members of the Any Given Monday podcast, uh, Connor, was over in the UK. He was doing a white-collar charity event. So myself and Eric were over there trying to see him. We tried to organise, get a Thursday night. That wasn't happening. We tried to get it even in London with a few drinks on us. We tried to organise the podcast with Rachel. That wasn't happening. So... We were going to leave it just for another week before doing next week's podcast and just leave as it was. We just couldn't get together, especially the time zones with Rachel. Um, especially because Eric dragged me to a pub on the Saturday to watch his Liverpool play in the FA Cup final. And playing a London team in a London pub, thankfully it went all right in the end, just about. But English fans are just so, so passionate. It's insane. Passionate is probably not the word I want to use, but since I'm on the podcast, that's the word I'm going to use because the Chelsea fans in the pub did not sing, stop singing for 120 minutes. So all that happened over the weekend. A great weekend seeing Connor. Connor, if you're listening, unbelievable effort. Great work in that fight. Anyone who steps into a ring and, and does something like that, utmost respect. So fair play to you. Unbelievable. Uh, not something I don't think I could ever do, I don't think. But um, oh, I just, just the courage to do something like that. And it was such an incredible venue, having 1,600 people watch you. Great atmosphere and everything else that came with it. You did yourself proud, head up, absolutely class. With that said, um, I'm going to go straight into a solo episode of the podcast today. And just talking about if you're struggling to get started or you, you keep lacking motivation to get in for runs or just you keep skipping workouts and stuff. So hopefully it'll be a short episode of the podcast on, on this kind of topic and then next week or well, a, a half a week from now, it's Wednesday night as we record this. I'm hoping to get a run myself after this. I've been talking about getting people up into a run and stuff like that. My run has been slacking uh, so far this week. So I'm hoping to get a run after this. And uh, before then, strength the podcast about getting back into the swing of things. If you're struggling with motivation, hopefully this podcast will be a tip or two to help you out. And with that said, intro music, any given one day podcast, solo episode with just me. Let's go. Okay, so one of the reasons it's gotten to Wednesday before I got to this podcast, we were going to wait a week before doing it. But I was just, I wanted to get something out because I wanted to keep that habit and routine going of getting at least one episode of the podcast out each and every week. And I didn't want to write any, or not write, I didn't want to do talk about just anything or something we've talked about before in the podcast. I want to do something different. And then I realized that the actual book I'm reading right now, uh, War of Art, is pretty much, you know, I can relate that to running, uh, specifically running and getting started with your training. So this is a book where, if you're a personal trainer listening to this episode of the podcast, you'll probably know exactly where I'm coming from, especially if you're out by yourself or even entrepreneuring with that. You, you see all these different books and stuff about, you know, um, unlocking your, your potential and all this kind of thing. You're just looking for something, any sort of inspiration to get you up and going. And I definitely four or five years ago, I was out on my own doing personal training and I just happened to get this book along with a lot of other books. It's probably time I got a few Tim Ferriss books. Um, Tools of Titans is a book I particularly like. Four-hour work week. I can't say I got much from that book in terms of actual practical use of it, but 
Yeah, good book. But different books like that, if you've been from an entrepreneur background or a PT background, you probably know the type of books I'm talking about here. And one of them was uh, War of Art. I don't have the actual book in front of me, otherwise I'll tell you the author, the author of it. But, so I got this book in 2017, along with a whole host of other books to look for this inspiration. Of course, I never read it. And then I saw it pop up on a Instagram story. I think a Joe Rogan post or something like that recently. I was like, oh, I have that book. And it's a short book. And one of my goals this year was to read at least 20 books. I'm not much of a reader. I know we talked about this before in the podcast. Not that much of a reader. I read, ran, ran, I read, <laughs> I read, I mixed reading and running all the time. I read four books so far. Uh, the most recent one was Steve Young's autobiography. And that took a little bit to get through. Really enjoyed it. But um, when I saw this post in Joe Rogan, I was like, um, actually, that's a short enough book. I can read this book pretty quick, get back on track and, and, and try and get 20 books read throughout the course of a year. So I had that book pretty much read. Still got around 20 pages left in it. But have the gist of it at this stage. And with a lot of self-help books, um, I find you can summarize them in probably three or four pages with the stories and stuff they tell just somehow expands it out into a entire book which is an art form in itself not to take away from this book or other self-help books but i find you can really summarize these things into to three or four pages of, of practical advice and, and that's what i'm gonna try and do try and relate it to running and try and relate it to my own experiences and hopefully it it, it might click with someone um, and I'm, they, you might get something out of this podcast one of the quotes in, in it which is uh, pretty cool that, that I, I, I use in terms of my motivation to train and when I'm talking about this I, I'm, I'm going to contradict myself because I'm going to talk about how motivation is something that I feel is overrated uh, but it can help you get started and create a good routine and a good habit so like motivation comes at the start of the year I'm looking at this wall calendar I'm like oh first of January and that's when it happens with New Year's resolutions and, and we try to do too much all at once that I get to now in a second. And then when that happens, then that's when routine and stuff fall apart. But one of the quotes that kind of helps spur me on is that most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unloved life within us. Between the two stands resistance. So what resistance is in this book is what's holding us back. Is it just procrastination or is it something deeper like the fear of failure? Like I'm not going to be able to to run that 5K or 10K or that time is, is too difficult or people are going to be looking at my Strava and seeing my times aren't good enough or I can't use Strava because of that. And what are people going to think when I try and do this? I'm trying to take on too much and I'm not able to do it. So we not do it at all. So that, that's a form of resistance, that kind of self-doubt or just kind of, it could be something as simple as like to bring it back to running just like oh my god this run today is going to take up an hour and a half i haven't got much time to do it kind of like myself tonight it's half nine as recording this i'm like do i have time to get a run but that's resistance getting in the way now or or for example it rained earlier today "Ah, i'm not going out now because it's raining i'll go out when the weather clears up and getting into your own head or just there's not enough hours in the day so why why that's happening is the resistance and and according to, the, to to this book and what i believe as well like anything new to our routine will be met by resistance like the new year's resolutions i talked about and when people have so many different um goals to do and to try and do it once there's just so much resistance at that and that's why most people fail their new year's resolutions but the book also talks about how you never get true resistance like 
the weather is all it's always going to be raining in Ireland you know there's always going to be times where the hours in the day start to run out it's very hard to get out there some people think you just get into routine and that's it once you're in the routine you you never have to fight this resistance but that resistance is always there so one of the sto- one of the people he brings up in the book is Henry Fonda and uh, so every time he went out, out on stage to a performance he would get sick so that was a form of resistance but he knew he got sick once he's out there he, he can keep going and, 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 and do his thing from there but his resistance that, that feeling you get before we know what that feeling is that, that butterfly feeling in our stomach we may not get sick before going every time but that can also be a form of resistance depending on how you feel about it so I always tell people if they're nervous or getting that butterfly feeling that that's a good thing it's it's the same as getting excited you're getting that, that butterfly feeling you're, you know, your heart is racing a little bit more the blood's flowing a little bit more it's getting yourself amped up to go but if you start thinking of it as nervousness and, and then the self-doubt comes in your mind I'm not able to do this that according to the book as well would be a, a form of, of resistance so um. The one of the things with motivation is I talked about there a second ago was I, I think it's a bit overrated. Like you constantly see these, well, I do anyway on my, my feed. I don't know about people, other people's feeds, but like all these kind of motivations, you know, quick little stories or tidbits and stuff like that. And you can get sucked into like, okay, I'm going to watch a bit of a motivation video foreground to a run. And then it's two hours later and you're still watching that motivation video. Be like, I'm going to get motivated to do this. Where the time is ticking by and, and once resistance kicks in again, you're like, ah, it's too late now to go for that run. But I'm very motivated to run, but it's actually just too late for me now to get out there. And look, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite there because I love a good Rocky montage as much as the next person or a good David Goggin quote or, or his short little Instagram clips about staying hard and getting out there and, and, and battling that resistance and getting out and doing it anyway. But if you over rely on them and not create your routines and you're always looking for that motivation rather than it's a set routine and having that goal, then you're not really going to get, you're not going to really stick to it long term if you always have to be amped up to get, to get it done. Sometimes you just need to, to just do it. You may not feel like doing it. You just got to get out and just do it. Hey guys, just a pause for the call here as we talk about this week's sponsor of the Any Given Monday podcast and fitness is a journey and we found the perfect companion for every step of the way. Imagine a seriously tough training partner that's guaranteed to keep you on your game, will never skip a sesh, is always there to level up your motivation and will even organize your life and hold all your workout gear for you. Meet King Kong Bags, the toughest gym bags in the game. You can drag them around, pack them to the max and take them on the toughest of adventures with confidence they're not going to rip or stretch. All King Kong bags are decked out with all the pockets and compartments you'll ever need. We're talking shoe compartments, laptop sleeves, multiple bottle pockets, wet zones for your towel, pockets for your gym accessories, meal prep storage and even a unique weightlifted belt attachment. If you take your training serious, you need a serious gym bag too. Ready to pack for greatness? Take their quiz and let the pros match you to your perfect gym bag. You'll also score $10 off. Just head to knkg.com forward slash any given run day. Not convinced? Buy it, pack it, take it to the gym, get chalk all over it. And if it doesn't live up to you, the hype of being the number one gym bag of 80,000 plus fitness freaks worldwide, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Make sure you use knkg.com forward slash any given run day for our exclusive $10 off discount. That link will be in the show notes. And with that said, let's get right back to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. And there was another great story in the book. 
well, it was, a, it was a short paragraph talking about a great story. So the author in it, uh, I'm reading in front of me, Somerset, I can't even pronounce the surname, um, M-A-U-G-H-A-M. You'd think I would have tried to pronounce the surname before doing a solo podcast, but here we are. Um, so he was asked, he's, he's an author, and he was asked, no, did he stick to a schedule when when writing his books in the morning? And, and he says, I write only when inspiration strikes. Fortunately, it strikes every morning at 9 a.m. sharp, which pretty much means you just got to sit down and do it. Find a way to do it. And it's the same, to relate that back to training, there's something to be, to be said about just showing up. Not every, every session is going to be great. It's not going to be a 10 out of 10. Sometimes it's a 3 out of 10 session. Sometimes it's a 6 out of 10 session. And sometimes you just get that great session. But if you don't turn up at all, it's going to be a 0 out of 10. So literally just start. If you feel like you've got a long run in and you're not going to get that long run done, just get 2-3K in. You might feel better. You might start getting the ball rolling and feeling a lot better. Or if you're going for a workout, get your warm-up in. You know, get the blood flowing. Get a bit of movement going. And you know what? At the end of that warm-up, at the end of 2-3K, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm just not feeling it today. Great. Head on home. You at least got out there. You at least set that routine of doing something. And you'd be like, Sean, you know, what's you know a 10-minute warm-up and that's it? Just leave. You're not going to get much out of that, but, but you are. You're setting the foundation of making a habit of going to the gym, just doing 10 minutes. The next day, it could be just 11 minutes. That's, you know, one minute better. You're already doing adaptation on that 10 minutes. Just an extra set of something to get in. And you could do shorter workouts and just make it there your 20, 30 minutes, slowly build up to that. And that's doing something. Now, if you're listening to going, I already do 45-minute workouts three times a week and you're sticking to that routine and, and that regimen, then that advice is obviously not for you. But if you're struggling to get a habit with your training, just go in, just get 10 minutes and then move on from there. Like make that part of training the, the least possible resistance of, of getting in. The least possible thing is getting in your head. So if you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do in the gym. And how am I going to fail just 10 minutes? Or what am I going to work on today? How is this going to help my run? How is this going to help my cycling? Um, what kind of exercise should I be doing? Not doing form and stuff like that. You know, just get a coach. Have that, that, that resistance taken away from you. So you have a coach or a person telling you, hey, this is what you do. I mean, like if Tiger Woods had a coach telling him, hey, I think you should use this iron or this iron or this is where you should f- focus on your swing. If Michael Jordan had a basketball coach telling him, giving him tactics and all the rest, chances are you could benefit from a fitness coach as well to get a clearer path towards your goals. And look, obviously we have links in the show notes and obviously we are an online training platform as well as hosting podcasts. So that's not just a plug for any given training day. You know, that could be your local run club, athletic club, uh, maybe there's a PT in your area or a different online personal training coach. I won't take offense to that if you pick someone else, uh, but just someone to keep you accountable and to help take that resistance away and put you on a clearer path. Like, it's like looking at your car and something goes wrong with the car. It's like, how do I fix this? You know, you could spend hours and hours and hours looking on YouTube videos and, and you probably could find a way to fix your car. You probably find a way to service your car uh, with enough information on YouTube and, and, and a little trial and error and all this other kind of thing. But you're probably going to bring it to mechanic if you don't know what you're doing and spend your time wisely on, on other things you have going on. So it's the exact same with training. Find a, a knowledgeable coach and they will be able to put you on the right path towards what you need to do. And that is take away your that resistance that if you're struggling to get that motivation or that pathway, that's going to help you out. And and I do the same. Like I have Rachel helping help my running programs, especially the start of the year, my 5K plan. I, it was probably the most 
Um, it was the easiest thing for me to do because it was literally like, okay, Wednesday she has me doing her Mona Fartlek um, thing or whatever it is. I'm on. I know I have to do it that day. And then it's the exact same with gym. So I've, I've got a, a coach in the States and I use his programs where it's it's usually upper and lower body splits, which works out great for me because then the upper days I can go hard on my running and the lower days is either an off day on my running or, or I can make it work for me that way. And and because I've, this year more than any other year, I've, I've, I've really taken the, the, my own kind of coaching a, a good bit out of my hands in terms of Rachel, in terms of the coach in the States and by using their programs I, i've definitely become a more complete in my training i'm probably the fittest i've ever been there's exercises now that i'm doing that i never would for example my, my deadlifts i don't have a great deadlift and um, but for me i hit 130 for five the other day which is in terms of the coaches we have in, in the gym i'm working at it's probably the weakest but i never would have touched deadlifts before and because it's in the program and how it's built in and how it makes sense to me and my lower back I'm able to slowly build it up and make and get a more complete workout. Otherwise, I would just be doing my favorite workouts, my favorite exercises, and neglecting different body parts and not getting a complete workout. I'm just doing what I like to do instead of some things that would help me. For example, obviously, deadlifts going to help in the core strength, my posterior strength, hamstrings, everything else, which is going to translate into a more complete runner. Whereas I might have just done a small bit of hamstring posterior work and then a lot more squats and reverse lunges and just done all quad work uh, obviously a bit of glutes in there as well but it wouldn't have been enough hamstring work and that could have led to more imbalances so by having a complete program by someone else doing it and taking that out of my hands i know okay once i'm in the gym what do i have to do look at this sheet and go oh that's it instead of thinking what will i do today what suits me today what's on later and, and going from there so Getting back to the the Art of War book, the, the War of Art book, whatever it's got, I think I got that backwards after all this time. We're still rolling. Um, we'll have it in the show notes anyway and have the author's name in, in the show notes. Steven something I think his name is. But anyway, the rest of the book just gives different examples about how hard work and, and patience pays off, which is a big, big thing for running. Be patient. Take your time. We talked about this the other week in the podcast. Don't be worrying about what other people are going to be doing in terms of their their Strava and where they're at because people have different goals to what you have. So with their Strava, for, there could be some reason their 10K is at, let's say, 50 minutes of argument. Like that could be in their race pace, whereas we've talked to death in this podcast about how you know, you shouldn't be doing race paces for like 80% of your runs, if not more. So your 10K is not the same as their 10K. And also, my 10K out here is going to be a little bit different because I've got all the hills and different elevation and stuff over here, whereas someone could be running a flat or a majority downhill 10K. So comparing your 10K to someone else, unless it's a race day and you're both in the exact same race, the same conditions, there's absolutely no point in doing that. So stay patient with your goals and make sure your goals are specific to you. So I, I'm kind, I'm lucky now this year that I've found the right balance between staying patient and slowly building up my own running goals as long as my strength training goals and just take my time with it. I, I know I can't hit all my goals at once, but I have to kind of pick and choose, okay, I've got this coming up, so I have to work a little bit more towards this. And, and I, I, I do make it a little bit complicated. So I've got the 80K Eco Trail, for example, September. And after that, it's a short turnaround for Dublin Martin. But at the same time, in those months leading up to it, it's going to be a lot, a lot longer runs. There won't be as much shorter runs. So in September, when I'm close to peak or my peak for those, I won't be going for a 5K PB time because that's not going to be the goal or the aim at, at, at that stage. And I'll probably... That's why now I'm going to go for a 5k PB at the start of June 
And after that, then it's all the long train lean towards those longer runs. So you have to pick and choose. You have to stay patient. You can't work towards everything at the exact same time at the start. There'll be a bit of benefit to it, but as you get more, as you progress more and more in your training, you kind of have to have different, different seasons, I suppose. Whereas, for example, if like Eric be triathlon season from now, once that's over, he'd be going more to the longer runs towards the marathon, just and go from there. So, round twenty minutes of this podcast, guys. So I'm gonna wrap this one up just in case you're sick of hearing my voice on it. With that routine, just wanted to get a different episode out for you guys. So I hope you did enjoy it. that quote I mentioned at the start of the podcast. We're going to use that in the, the Instagram. I'm going to post that up a, a little bit later th- this evening. Um, so if you did like it, let me know in the comments what you thought of the, the, the shorter podcast. Hope you did like it. We'll try and get um, maybe even the guys to their own kind of shorter podcast, especially in weeks where we find it hard to get the three of us to, together. Uh, the time zones of Rachel, obviously in, in Australia, and just myself and Eric. Eric's been flat out now with his own training uh, and get himself himself set up in a new place. He topped out in the podcast last week, so don't feel bad saying that now. So hopefully the three of us will be back Monday anyway. If you did like the podcast, do let me know on that Instagram post. Or Sean, you waffle way too much. Tell me that too. Let me know as well in the podcast. With that said, before I wrap up the podcast, I, I am going to waffle again. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's doing the Seven Sisters Skyline this Saturday, I think, up in Donegal. I think it's a 55k. Sounds like a hell of a challenge. I know Dara's doing it anyway. There's a couple of other people I've seen on my Instagram feed that are doing it as well. So best of luck, guys and girls, doing that one as well. And also a shout out to the guys and girls that I know that are doing the Fast Lane event in Clondalk. And there's a 10k and a half marathon. And it's been advertised as very flat as a great place to get a PB or even for your first 10k so those of you who are doing that I hope to see you on Sunday for that one and that's going to be pretty much it for this week's episode of this half week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast from myself Sean take care bye